Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast brought to you by Tricress. We are on a mission to make it happen for every ambitious SME on the planet and we're doing that by delivering you fantastic tried and tested business coaching and consulting through our app called Fuel My Business. We're also doing that through a network of talented and highly experienced Tricrest partners who are on the ground business coaches and consultants. But for today, you're going to hear from real life entrepreneurs and business owners who are on all kinds of journeys, the beginning, the middle and the end. We want you to learn from this and know that you are not alone. Enjoy. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. I'm joined today by the lovely Nikki Capewell, who is the founder of Pedal. Hello, Nikki. How are you? Hello. Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your podcast. That's an absolute pleasure. Right. Tell everybody what Pedal does because it's rather splendid. So, uh, Pedal is a directory of independent and creative markets and their stallholders. So you can go on and find markets near you and you can search for their stall holders um, and connect with them before, during and after an event. And I also have now since launched Trestle and Trestle is an online event platform um, for creative businesses. And just during COVID with the pandemic and all of the physical markets closing, we had to run online events. So we run them on pedal but now their in-person markets are opening up it's a bit of a conflict of interest so we wanted to still have a place to be able to run online markets and events and also host and shout and share about share all of the lovely wonderful in-person markets that are taking place so pedals for the in-person markets and it's a directory and trestle is a platform for online events Brilliant. Okay. And our listeners need to know that pedal is spelt with three D's, isn't it? So it's triple D L E dot com. And how are you spelling Trestle? We went with the uh, too many letters theme again. So okay. Trestle is T R E double S T L E. Brilliant. And is that a dot com? A dot com as well. We'll have the links on the podcast anyway, but I know people like to start scribbling things down. Right. So, okay, you've been running this business. You were a teacher, weren't you? Yeah, nearly 18 years. (laughs) And I started running Pedal alongside just because it was kind of like a hobby. I wanted to be able to find these markets and they weren't easily accessible. Um, So I started running it alongside and then I got to the point where I could not physically be a mom, <laughs> run this business and be a teacher. Um, and so, yeah, I stopped. I decided to take, I took a sabbatical first, actually. They allowed me to take a sabbatical right. and that helped. And then I just thought it was time to go for it. So in January, 2019, I started full time on pedal. That's a very brave decision. Some people would say, was it a kind of a heart in your mouth moment or was it just a bit of a no brainer? It was a heart in my mouth moment, (laughs) for sure. 
just okay. because you go from having a secure job with a pension and um, just all the security that you get with that kind of job um, to not having that. But then the benefits outweighed me staying. So the fact just where our family was up to and um, just having the freedom and, you know, to do and create something that just burns like a fire inside you and being restricted and held back because you're having to do your other job all of the time. Um, you just can't take a business forward like that you have to it's great that you can start it and have this kind of side hustle um, but then when you've at some point you do have to take a risk and so we did and it, the risk really took off you know it, sorry it paid off should I say because mm -hmm. the pedal you know took off when I gave it my full attention um Covid last year didn't help so I had one year to really get started and then it was almost brought to a halt straight away but that gave us other opportunities and we were able to diversify a little bit and then run these online markets so I feel like now is a time where we're really consolidating what pedal is and being clear about what you know what its purpose is and role is and then also introducing trestle so trestle just launched in April um, and we are hosting our first proper market run by somebody else because as pedal we'll run them on trestle but this one is hosted this weekend come in and then we've got lots of them lined up throughout the rest of the year oh right so okay so i'm a consumer and i'm going oh online artisan sort of crafty type markets so i can go on to trestle this weekend and i can experience an online market yeah exciting i've never done that before <laughs> yeah so it's on it's for dates it's on sunday the 16th of may so right. this will be past but if you went on to um have a look and just click discover events you can find out if there's one on the weekend or mm. running at the time and yeah once you click on it you can see all the um participants and you can click directly and shop directly from the makers that's really quite important for us it's not an e-commerce platform it's just a directory where you can then link through to their shops to allow you to shop direct with them um but also we have trestle tv so we have streaming of like chats kind of like this where you were chatting to the um the organizer chats with the participant and they show their products and things um and they also stream live demos things like that things that you could see at a market really or an event if you went to one um and then they have a meter section which is lots of videos that the participants the makers have created and they're really nice because they're really short little videos and just shows their products briefly or how they do it so that's really nice as well oh that's amazing because you you sometimes when you go on holiday in the UK you come across these markets and you think oh, I wish I wish that person was in my local area because I would buy my stuff from there the whole time and you forget and all the rest of it but that's a great way to sort of spread the word isn't it that's fantastic definitely <laughs> oh, amazing so okay um so that's that and now we're opening up the the local market starting to get going again now 
yeah they are which is really good and everyone's been very considerate of social distancing and wearing masks and things um and it's just nice to get back out so i've been to two markets this year already which is phenomenal beat already beat last year's visit market visits um and it was just it's just nice to go and see faces because we buy from people don't we you know and that connection that you get with stallholders at an event is really special because then once you know them you can then connect with them again and buy from them and even if that is buying online you're still shopping and supporting a small business um and that's what we love really although we so our members we've got just over 600 members on pedal now um that will be checking into their events so if you went onto an event page you can see the list of stallholders underneath and uh, connect with them chat to them link to their shops and what have you but by listing the event and for people to find the event we're helping and supporting lots of makers beyond just our members just the awareness of these little markets so it's our aim to really grow the list of markets that we've got on pedal this year that was my aim last year but <laughs> we can just move it forward move it forward definitely and what's because um yesterday i was doing a podcast interview with a chartered surveyor and who gave up all of that security to uh, found a company what what has been the upside and downside because we know our podcast is listened to pe by people who are thinking about starting their business what's your what your top tips Nikki <laughs> oh gosh that's tricky I think do you know when you get to so I just turned 40 maybe two years ago <laughs> And you kind of, you stop, I almost felt like I'd stopped learning within my other job. Okay. And it, this is more of a personal journey. I feel so much more fulfilled mm -hmm. and liberated by what I'm doing now. I know that I've created that from scratch and it's a hard, it's hard journey. And you are working like teaching. I worked a lot of hours. So you'd be in front of the kids all the time. And then you come home, you put your own kids to bed and it's like work again all night. So I'm used to working hard um, and this is hard work, but the journey that I've gone on since doing that, it makes me feel a renewed vigor for just life, for people, for family, for it, almost as well. It's reignited my passion for teaching because I am kind of teaching and working with my stallholders that way. And it's just a different setting, but my skills transferred to to work with my members and I love that I love people um and so that's that's made that bit really special in terms of my family when you work in a full-time job where you can't be brutal here but when you're teaching you can't even go for a wee when you need a wee <laughs> you know you can't grab a drink when you need a drink it's all very sort of prescribed times but when you've got a um time where you need to go for an appointment with your kid or you know do those things it's just not easy and I'm now here every day my daughter started high school just as I um left teaching and I'm here every day when she comes home I'm here when she leaves her friends she phones me all the way down the road as she's on her way and I just think those times you cannot get back the times that I'm going to take my daughter my other younger daughter to school and pick her up and there are times you can't get back. So in terms of personal growth, it's been invaluable. 
in terms of for my family it has also been I think been invaluable um and I think <laughs> I've not really spoken about my business and how that's happened and how that works but that for me and that's what's been the most special part of it I guess mm. um, been able to learn and grow as a person I've learned stuff I've learned more in the last two years than I think I've learned in the last 10 prior to that if not longer and that's actually we're human beings where we like to learn stuff and I think that's really special it, it is really special and you're right you learn about stuff but you also learn about yourself don't you you learn, you draw on resources within yourself that you just didn't know were there um, because there's good days and there's bad days. Um, and I think you learn so much more about people as well when you, you're out in business on your own. And, and the family thing, you're absolutely right. I, I've been in business for myself since 99 and I almost take it for granted really how much flexibility and freedom I've had over those years um, and and yeah, you, there are people that have got to be at a certain place at a certain time, which means they can't drop the kids off at school or they can't be there at home when they come home. Mm -hmm. um, and when you run your own business, you can't always do that, but at least you've got more control over that. Um, and you can take an afternoon off to make up for the fact that you missed something or you weren't there overnight or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, no, I think I take that for granted because I've had it for such a long time now. Um, mm -hmm. That's good. All right. OK, so the business itself, let's get back to the business. Yeah. You've got 600 members, which is phenomenal. So do they pay a membership fee? Is that the business model? Yeah. So they pay a monthly subscription. Um, on part of that, they get an event uh, a listing for their business, not an event listing, uh, a stall. We call it like an online stall, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and on that page, they can talk about themselves, they have links to social media. We have direct links to featured products in their Etsy and folksy shops. Um, and there's another couple as well, other shops. So it looks like there's a shop on there, but there isn't. Um, but it pulls straight through. And they also link to their events that they're going to be at. So you can see a big list of where they'll be. You can contact them. So that's that. Then they also have access to a members um, hub on Instagram. And, and they can ask questions. We share information, offers, lots of different things to support them. So at the moment, we're doing a lot of things about getting back out to markets and how our customer, like learning how our customers might have changed. So the, yeah, that's what the subscription pays for them. And then the markets pay an annual fee to list their event and they get an event page, um, which goes on our event timeline and uh, stall holders can check in virtually um, and we have one click applications as well for our members so if they see an event that they really like they've read the information um, and they can just one click apply which just speeds we're all about speed and ease aren't we we want to make things quicker and so we put that in last year and that really helps yeah so it's quicker easier it all comes together it's all in one place You've got, it, it's, you know, because all these markets are, are spread across the UK and then the individual stall holders are further spread. This is a beautiful way to bring them all together and make sense of it, which is fine, and give us, the public, access 
very quickly to their products and wares, which is great. That's wonderful. So how many people are in your team, Nikki? Have you, have you got staff or is it still you? <laughs> um, I have actually. This has just happened quite recently. So I've had um, I've had interns in the past because I live quite close to Keele Uni and they've got a media department. So that was wonderful to have some interns from there. But then we, I took on a freelance uh, a freelancer. So she works for me now. She's just amazing. She's worked for me for a, about a year. And then we've just using the government kickstart scheme through the GBEA. I've taken on two new members of staff and they started in April as well, just as this this is why I've been so busy just as I launched uh, Trestle I was having to work with them and sort of induct them into the business and there's lots to learn like everything's in my head and Becky's done really well picked everything up and learned as she's gone but I kind of expected these girls to just jump in and be able to pick everything up I need to download what's in my brain and pass it on to them but that doesn't happen so I've got to sort of do it slowly bit by bit so yeah we now are a team of four although I have somebody else as well who runs my Facebook ads Brilliant. Um, so kind of a team of five yeah amazing and where are you going to take it what's next um because of last year and how that kind of sort of halted proceedings for pedal for me pedal just we just need to get more markets on there um and because i want people to go on and go there is a market near me at the moment we've still got gaps so totally focused on growing pedal so we've there's somewhere wherever you are there's a market within like 50 miles radius of you at least one um, so that's something we really need to do. And that's something we're focusing on in the next month as well. Um, so that's that really. And we're going to keep pedal very much about the British, like, yeah, the UK markets. Yeah. You do need to venture over to um, like Northern Ireland and a few other places. But so that's that. Then Trestle that's got more scope for growth. I really want to see that spread its wings. Like we've got mem like people that have joined that are in Spain and France and Switzerland. And somebody asked about joining in America and I'd love to see online events happening on that in America, in Australia and wherever, you know, like I was speaking, I stay in contact with organizers in and around many places. And a few are in Australia at the moment. They think their weather's bad in, uh, in the winter. I'm sure it's not as bad as ours. So they close their markets for um, they close the markets for the winter. And what would be ace is to see them like open up online. I don't know how much they did of that during COVID, but I would love to try and branch out and get Trestle into all these different countries. So that is my wider goal um, with Trestle, which is exciting, but also you know you face that thing that how am I going to get from where I am now to there and it will happen and it will come but it's just sort of navigating the barriers or the hurdles or just learning of different things and connections you make as well so yeah it is it's that you know all business owners are making it up as they go along because they've never done what they're about to do before yeah. uh, most of the time anyway um, and that's one of the fun things about it, like you say, learning. And I love the fact, yeah, once you go online, you realise, well, I could be anywhere in the world now. This concept works absolutely anywhere on the planet. And that's really exciting. Really, really exciting. So I'm glad to hear you expanding overseas. So what keeps you awake at night, Nikki? What concerns you? 
Oh, I don't know. I'm a really good sleeper. So not yes. much keeps me awake. Tell you what does keep me awake. Ideas. Like right. I think when I get my moments where I'm like, oh, I need to do this. So at the moment, this is something that did keep me awake at night. Um, it's not my concern. So I will come on to that in a moment. But I've just been running a go live in May. Um, it's a hashtag challenge for Instagram, but it's really to encourage and empower small business owners to go live and put their face to their business and share with the customers, share with your audience, like your values and why it is you do what you do and your inspirations and things. Because, you know, there are a lot of product based businesses out there. And you've got to be the point. What is the point of difference from your business to the next one? And very often it's the business owner. They're the people that when we're at markets, we connect with. So um, this is one thing that made me go, oh, I need to do this. This is what it is. And it came from a few people that are, you know, quite big on Instagram and they've never yet gone live. And people want to see people and they want to chat to people, want to hear their stories. So that kept me up and I was like, how am I going to do this? So it's it's sort of just I'm letting it grow kind of organically again with this. I'm just putting it out there and encouraging people. And I've had loads of lovely messages saying, I'm so glad you've set this challenge because I would never have gone live and I knew I needed to do it. Gave them a purpose to do it, a reason to do it. So that will run probably every year from now on. But in terms of concerns, um, do you know what? I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I, I, I'm a natural warrior, but within my business, I don't have a ton of worries. I just, I think if there's a problem there, I will, I never let myself over stew about it. I'll put it down. I'll come back to it. Um, I know if you have a low moment in your business, I always think around the corner, there'll be something that will go, ah, okay, this has happened now. So that kind of cancels that other bit out. And I think when you feel down and low within your business, it is just take a step back and try and take some time. out. I know I overwork when I'm panicking about something. It triggers this sense of overworking within me. And, and I, I can recognize it now. And I think you don't, um, you don't know initially when you're first starting out. And I just wanted opinions on things and I just wanted ideas so I could look at what everybody else had done and then choose what felt right for me. And you get just a little bit better at listening to your gut. I know there'll be things that will come to trip me up or, you know, just things will happen because think that's, that is life and we have to deal with them. But I have to be honest, right now, there's nothing that massively keeps me awake at night. And if I haven't got lots of competition in terms of other directories, there are other things out there, but yeah. actually, that's quite good. I want to know that people want to know this sort of stuff. Um, and I just try to keep in my own lane, keep really focused on what it is, why it is I created it and what it is I'm trying to achieve and not be sidetracked by what other people are doing um and i think because that can make you question your own decisions and your own judgment a little bit and you know again early days you know i would be watching who's unfollowing and why are they unfollowing me and doing all that <laughs> yeah getting paranoid yeah you get drawn into the nitty-gritty and you've really got to be above that mm. uh, just no not be above it that sounds wrong sort of rise beyond 
those the the smaller finer details and just really focus on where you're going and yeah I think that's Dick, you, you've said so much there. I'm going to reel back. To Sorry, this. I know. No, it's all right. It's all right. I, I, I coach for a living, so I'm good at this. But um, you you said about the personality, and you're absolutely right. People want to buy the person behind the product, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that initiative is absolutely fantastic. Um, the and and we forget actually, you know, some of the biggest brands in the world started with a personality I, I live in Scotland Baxter's huge started with a personality uh, you know there was originally a Mr Marks and a Mr Spencer once upon a time there was certainly a Sainsbury's family once upon a time and we forget that actually these products always started with a person and a personality I remember my lecturer at university, I can't remember what I was studying, said, you know, one of the reasons Morrison's supermarkets did so well is because the market stall in Leeds where they started, Mrs. Morrison had the loudest voice, you know, and she attracted the most customers to her market stall. So that's where it starts. That's so powerful. And you're right to keep people focused on that. And, and I love your phrase, stay in my lane beautiful phrase with your permission I'd like to steal that and help some of my clients understand that staying in your lane is so important whilst you've got kind of a an awareness of what other people might be doing mm -hmm. you can't get distracted by that you can't get pulled away from like you say why are you doing it in the first place so I think that's that's really great advice for people who are listening to this stay in your lane uh, and and keep reminding yourself of why you're doing it that's fun so once you've done this and built this you'd make a fantastic business coach and consultant Nikki because this is all beautiful stuff it really is in fact one thing that I did find a turning point for me was actually getting a coach oh. because when I first finished teaching um, I actually didn't know what to say I did I'd said for years I was a teacher so you know when people just ask you oh what do you do I'm a teacher even now I'm kind of a bit like oh I don't I can't bring myself to say oh, I'm an entrepreneur because <laughs> I just that just doesn't feel right with me but anyway that's another point um but one of my best moments best spent money was on getting a coach because it just gives you that focus that clarity that you need um and I think you you just need to hear it and you need to be able to speak out all of the things that you're thinking all of the things that are getting you cloudy and then they'll just bring you right back to what it is and now I have a very specific one goal what will move me forward in my business um and I will always ask that question if I do this will it move me forward in my business um and sometimes things opportunities potentially could create something else in your business but I think that's always a good thing as well just to have always come back and realign and decide does that one thing that you're going to do today or this week will it move you forward yeah without a doubt um so what's the big audacious vision what's the kind of the 10-year plan Nikki well, I've never planned 10 years ahead the 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 my five-year plan is 
to have to make pedal like the name you know if somebody wants to say oh i'm going to market it's like oh check out pedal i want pedal to be the name that rolls off people's tongues in terms of within my business i wanted to have what i've got now actually mm-hmm. and obviously the two girls are on the kickstart plan so i just need to make sure that once that ends i can then afford to pay them and pay them more and pay them like i can Right now it's tricky because obviously we're still new and this is the the sort of juggle I had fairly recently. It's like, what comes first? You need money to get people in to help you do these things, but you need people in to help you progress and grow. It's like chicken and egg. So this has been a perfect scheme um, to get me started. And yeah, in five years time, I'd love to have maybe even one more person working for us again. So a team of five and that I... I'm sat just watching in and being the, being the creative. Like I love the creative ideas and the ideas come to me when I'm sort of perhaps most relaxed on holiday, in sleeping, on trains that randomly comes to me on trains. They say, don't they, the motion forwards is really good for being creative. It, it worked for JK Rowling. <laughs> oh yeah, so I do, I get that. Um, and I love to do that and just work with my team and just, I want them to enjoy it as much as I enjoyed it. They seem to be doing that at the moment, which is great because we go out for trips out to the market and um, and yeah, I can buy them nice gifts from our members. <laughs> That's really nice. So my, my literally my plan is to perhaps remove how much time I'm spending within the business, step away and allow them to run it and just allowing people to take over. <laughs> nice one and if your business had a character a personality we talk about pedal because uh trestle's a bit new but pedal if it had a personality how would you describe its personality well that's a different question um probably kind understanding wise because i want it to be wise because it knows where all these events are um but fun and creative and colorful so I would say all of those words, ha- you know, happy. And I think when you go to a market, you get the smells and the atmosphere and the interaction. So there'd be a sociable character because, um, yeah, get stimulated by all the different people. Yeah, oh, wonderful. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. So, Nikki, thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. And best of luck with the, um, the, you know, the Going Live initiative with your members. I think that's superb. I'll be following that on Instagram, definitely. Uh, And best of luck with your big vision. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Today's been lovely. It's nice to review everything that you're doing. Thank you for listening to our Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. You can find us at tricrest.com and you can find Fuel My Business there too. Answer the 12 questions in less than 60 seconds and find out exactly what's happening in your business and then even better, learn how to fix it. Did you know you can access our Tricrest partners through Fuel My Business too? 
just upgrade your subscription and you can get access to them in a group coaching session once a month or even one-to-one. Enjoy. Thank you.